All right. Happy Saturday, everyone. Or if you're listening somewhere else or sometime else, happy. <laughs> Anyways, um, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Trader Mindset Podcast. My name is Neil, and let's get started. So I am starting to see some major red flags in the broader market. Now, if you're trading crypto, you need to be looking at the broader market because Bitcoin now is a global asset and like any global asset, it is considered part of the broader market. So if you're wondering why Bitcoin is dumping, just look at NASDAQ or look at S&P 500 and you will see exactly why. That being said, let's start looking at um, the broader market and potential plays that I'm looking at for next week. And I'm looking at a specific sector. So stay tuned um, for that. And um, looking at the history, the sector has been running uh, once the bottom has been set in the broader market. So first and foremost, let's get started. Starting off with the S&P 500, SPY. So Major red flags that I'm seeing, we confirmed a daily downtrend. Remember, trend is your friend with follow through. And as of right now, the only support is around 425 level. So when I said before, our critical support was that fear low. If we break that fear low, that is going to be a red flag. And that is exactly what happened. We broke that fear low around that 450 level and we saw major follow through. So, what is the situation for bears and bulls? Bears are very comfortable, right? They, if you participated in this market, um, bears are just shorting the rip, right? It's the complete opposite of buying the dip. Um, so, short-term bears are very comfortable. That being said, we are in daily oversold conditions in the S&P 500. And if you look... Historically, the last time we hit daily oversold was COVID lows. So our bounce levels are nearby. That doesn't mean go aggressive. My play or my plan is going to be to wait for a bounce, let's say an hourly bounce, and bottom fish that support level that's established on that bounce. And that's just me being patient. A lot of aggressive bulls are acting on this five-minute trend change. Um, hourly trend change, or not hourly trend change, sorry, five-minute trend change. Um, but that's just not me, right? Like, for me personally, I would rather leave money on the table uh, than, you know, just get destroyed by this dump. Now, what I'm seeing is that there are sectors that are not doing as bad as the S&P 500. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. Uh, which shows that in this situation, we are not in that COVID fear that we saw where everything was just getting wiped out. As of right now, we are seeing fear in the market. Don't get me wrong. We are seeing fear in the market, but money is not leaving the market. Money is being rotated around in this market and you have to be diligent and uh, look more importantly, look at where the money is headed to. So, as I said before, 
S&P 500 now, we are looking at the monthly time frame. We confirmed the daily downtrend. Now, we have not confirmed a weekly downtrend, right? So we did break weekly support, but we have not confirmed it with a lower high and lower low. So if you are an aggressive bull right now in this in this game, essentially, you are trying to play the support level of 425. Uh, and that's with a big asterisk because whatever happens pre-market Monday is going to be very telling. If we see a flush down, I will be scouting bounce plays. If we see a bounce pre-market, I'll be looking to short the rip. Um, the reason why is because when you see a bounce, the RSI cools off. If we see a daily bounce and that turns into a daily bear flag, the daily RSI cools off and we go another leg down. So, I'm looking at the monthly time frame now. Monthly EMA t- uh, 12 will be... You know, I'll be scouting bounce plays around monthly EMA 12 and the monthly EMA 12 is right around 420. Uh, sorry, 430. So the monthly EMA 12 and the support level are essentially coming together, you know, converging, which means that there could be a potential good bounce play coming through. Moving on to QQQ, QQQ definitely the weakest. We are at monthly support. How crazy is that? Now, with this monthly support, if we bounce from it, I am honestly, first of all, being very patient. We are at historical bounce levels, as I've said before. But any bounce from here, we are looking at a potential monthly head and shoulders, right? So if we see a weekly bounce, You know, if it's not a significant bounce, bears will be salivating and acting all over it. And this is probably the best environment to be a day trader. I'm not going to lie. Uh, There's so much volatility. You can play both bullish and bearish. And this is what, you know, day traders live for. We want this volatility. We want these big ranges where you can just get your slice of the pizza pie. Right? Having a 2% day and trying to get a portion of that is very difficult. But having a 5 to 6% day um, and trying to get a piece of that, that's not that difficult, right? So QQQ, definitely one of the weaker sectors, bringing SPY down. Support level right there. But man, bull, uh, sorry, bulls need to prove it. Bears are in complete control and bulls need to prove it. Moving on to financials. Financials is still in a weekly uptrend. Keep that in mind. We are still in a weekly uptrend on XLF. So the next level support level that I'm looking at is $37.21. And what banks can do will be very telling. Because right now we are seeing XLF and QQQ both dumping and we are seeing spy getting crushed <laughs> so let's see what happens we want to see sector rotation again we are not seeing sector rotation we are seeing correlation so qqq 
dumps, XLF dumps, SPY dumps even harder. Now, let's look at some sectors that are doing, you know, not bad at all. So, first of all, the military sector, like Lockheed Martin, absolutely, you know, there's no red flags. If you showed me this chart, Lockheed Martin, absolutely no red flags, right? Monthly equilibrium, let's see what that does. And, yeah, military, let's look at Raytheon, RTX. Our... <laughs> RTX it just went blue sky. Like, think of that, right? Uh, we are just seeing daily consolidation. We hit all-time highs, and we're just seeing daily consolidation. So, not, not a lot of fear out there. Definitely correlated to the broader market, but we are not seeing those straight dumps like we saw before. So, keep that in mind. Now, moving on to the sectors that I'm watching, first and foremost is going to be the cannabis sector. If you look at the COVID dump, once that broader market bottomed out, cannabis ripped. And I'm looking at this very closely. And probably I'm going to be looking at this throughout the next few weeks, probably more than tech sector, right? Uh, definitely like trading marijuana, uh, the sector, just because of the volatility that it brings. Recently, bears have been in complete control for the past year, essentially. Now, remember, psychologically, whoever went bearish has already gotten bearish, right? Now, once there are no more bears left, who is left in that sector? I will tell you, bears covering, meaning that they are rebuying that share and bulls, aggressive bulls buying that dip. And once that two, once those two situations align, we could see a short squeeze and bulls could potentially create enough buying pressure to squeeze those shorts and create the next bull run in that cannabis sector. So the names that I'm watching, CGC, TLRY, ACB, and for swings, I'm looking at VFF, MSOS, and, sorry, two more, TCNNF and GTBIF. These are Canadian and U.S. marijuana stocks. The TCNNF and GTBIF are OTC, so I do not actively day trade those. Um, but I will be day trading TLRY and CGC for sure if we see something going on. So, with that being said, I know a lot of people are getting chopped up, getting destroyed, and I hope you have stop losses set in the first place. But this is a great learning environment. I came in full-time during this COVID dump, and I have learned more in that market condition than any other market condition. So, if you are losing know what you're doing wrong and learn from that. I'm telling you, when you learn from it, it will make it so much better. Because um, the next situation you see something like this, you will know exactly how to act and you'll know the position sizes to take. 
And it's just going to be a great environment for you. You'll be flourishing while people are getting wrecked. Um, So yeah, you just have to learn, right? We are all students of this market. We are all students. You can be a 10-year veteran in this game and you would still be learning because market the conditions in the market change and they will always change, right? Remember, there were moments in Tesla where you could buy that five-minute oversold and it would just be money. Like that five-minute oversold to a new high a day, there you go. That would be money. Now, the, the better thing to do now is short, right? So now you, if you see a five-minute overbought condition, you should be scouting short. And I'm not telling you what to do, but that's exactly what I'm doing. If I see, you know, if we're in an hourly, daily downtrend, why not would I be scouting short? Because we are in a downtrend. We're no longer in an uptrend. So these five-minute oversold conditions are not the same as they were when we were in an uptrend. So these are some differences in the market that you need to understand that's going on. Um, And yeah, just look at historical levels. If you have time, look at historical levels. Look at RSI. I like RSI. um, But if you have something else, definitely check the historical levels. Check from 2008. Check from 2000. Check from 1987. See when we saw these bounces take place, right? So yeah, that's pretty much it for today. I hope you are all doing well. And I hope you're having stop losses, man. (laughs) Um, If you're not having stop losses, don't get smoked. That's all I'm saying. So have a great weekend. I will see you all next week. And take care. Peace.